This is VOA News. I'm Richard Green. The U.S. Supreme Court says it will decide if former U.S. President Donald Trump can be prosecuted in his election interference case. AP correspondent Sagar Magani reports. Lower courts have rejected Trump's novel claims that former presidents have absolute immunity for actions falling within their official job duties. An appeals panel here in Washington had ruled a federal judge was right to say that the case against Trump can proceed and he can be prosecuted for actions while in the White House and leading up to the Capitol riot. The high court justices are moving fast, saying they will hear arguments in late April and may a decision no later than the end of June. Sagar Magani, Washington. Wednesday's ruling makes it unclear whether a trial can be scheduled and concluded prior to the November general election when Trump will be Democratic President Joe Biden's likely Republican challenger. In another court decision involving former President Trump, a judge in the Midwestern state of Illinois ruled the state board of elections must remove Trump's name off its March 19th primary ballot. The judge said Trump isn't eligible to hold office following the storming of the U.S. Capitol by his supporters on January 6, 2021. But the judge placed her order on hold until Friday to allow an appeal. The U.S. Supreme Court earlier this month signaled it's likely to reject this strategy when it heard an appeal of a Colorado ruling removing Trump from the ballot in that state. Like Like the Illinois decision, the Colorado ruling is on hold until the appeal is finished. The widow of the late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny said Wednesday that European politicians must use innovative tactics to defeat Russian President Vladimir Putin. You are not dealing with a politician, but with a bloody monster. Yulia Navalny was addressing the European Parliament in Strasbourg just 12 days after her husband died suddenly in a Russian penal colony at the age of 47. This is VOA News. U.S. Congressional leaders Wednesday announced a tentative agreement to prevent a partial shutdown of the federal government. AP correspondent Ben Thomas explains. In a joint statement announcing a deal, the House Speaker, the Senate Majority and Minority Leaders and the House Democratic Leaders say we are in agreement that Congress must work in a bipartisan manner to fund our government. That funding is temporary. One set of federal agencies through March 8th, another through March 22nd. And it will need the full House and Senate to vote to approve before Friday's deadline when some federal monies run out. Passage of the deal would allow time for Congress to try to pass legislation to fund the government for the remainder of the budget year. Notably missing from this deal, a $95 billion emergency aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Indo-Pacific allies. It remains stalled. Ben Thomas, Washington. Guinea's trade unions announced Wednesday they have suspended a nationwide strike that had paralyzed the West African nation and its mining sector since Monday. Guinean trade union movement, an umbrella group for multiple workers' unions, said it was suspending the strikes following the freeing of a detained union leader on Wednesday, which is one of their key demands. It added the unions were open to negotiations with the government over their remaining grievances. These include lowering food prices, lifting internet restrictions, and the application of a wage deal reached with the government in November. West African nations are pushing for the construction of a major highway network connecting five countries from the Ivory Coast to Nigeria. The African Development Bank says the project will be an economic engine for all countries involved. Zananu Tord reports. The corridor is a transnational highway project aimed at connecting five West African countries, Ivory Coast through Ghana, Togo, Benin, and Nigeria. 
The ultimate objective, according to the Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, is to provide jobs and create a fast-moving economic corridor between the nations. The project was initiated in 2013 by all five countries and has gone through a series of studies and evaluations to develop a six-lane highway design. It will connect the most economically viable cities, ports and airports in the sub-region. Sana Nutod, VOA News, Accra, Ghana. Issues in the News is VOA's premier news discussion program. We take on the biggest stories of the week and discuss them in detail with those who have unparalleled expertise. Our in-depth analysis goes beyond the headlines, providing you with the inside story on both domestic and international news. Stay informed and engaged with the latest developments on Issues in the News. I'm Richard Green for VOA News.